In a rapidly changing world, people wonder more and more about where their food comes from and how it was grown. The farmers who grow America's corn understand how important this is and want to share the stories from our farms of how we are working to grow an incredible crop that can be an answer to sustainability questions and is grown by men and women who value the air, water, soil, and our natural resources just like you. To find out more about how corn farmers are working to feed and fuel a vibrant economy and healthy planet, visit ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. That go for you and any other motherfucking farmers want to try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's going to be consequences and repercussions. What up, what up, what's good, what's good, family? Welcome to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. It's Maestro Styles with Trey Frazier here in the house. Yes, sir. Uh, shout out to all of our Facebook Live viewers. Make sure y'all uh, tune in there. Um, don't forget to continue to follow us on our Facebook page. Also, follow us on our YouTube channel as well. Uh, make sure you subscribe there. Also on Twitter, we're at Barbershop SPOR2, and you can find us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, what's, what's going on, man? Uh, it's been uh, it's been one crazy week on my end. What's what's going on with you, bro? Uh, never dead, never down. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, man. Uh, really excited about this show. Um, we got the draft coming up two days from now. So we'll get into that, but I got to get into some basketball if uh, there's nothing you wanted to start out with. No, nah, man. Um, um, I don't have to start out with it, but it's, 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 it's fresh on my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm here now. Fuck it. Uh, did you know, um, so, you know, the show was good. You know, we was doing pre-pro, whatever, whatever. And the uh, and Carl Malone is trending on Twitter. Do you know why? I do not know why. Um, I'm gonna take a guess though, because it seems like and it, I'm, it's funny you said that because the last time I think I noticed that Carl Malone was trending was when the Last Dance documentary last year. And it got to that segment where they were talking about the Jazz and the Bulls, you know, going at it in the finals. And then they talked about Carl Malone and how, you know, he, I guess he got a 13-year-old pregnant when he first entered the league or something crazy like that. So I'm going to guess it has something to do with that. Not the last dance per se, but the, you know, the whole rumor about him getting a 13-year-old pregnant. I'm going to assume that's what it is. 
Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I've never heard this until just now. Really? Never heard of this. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they brought that up during the last dance last year. They brought up who? The the actual ESPN brought it up? No, I'm talking about Twitter. Oh, I'm, on I'm, Twitter. Okay. okay. When, it, when, it, when okay. it was trending, that's what people gotcha. were making mention of. I had no clue that he... Um, so we don't know if this is true or not. <laughs> I don't know if it's true. Um, some people have said this was the case. Uh, I haven't heard Carl Malone himself come out and confirm this. Of course, of course he wouldn't confirm that. Um, well, I'll say this. I haven't heard anybody ask him about it. Let, let's, let's put it like that. No, no one, I haven't heard nobody ask him about it. Um, yeah. Uh, they, oh my gosh. They said this dude had sex. He was 20. He impregnated a 13 year old. The child is obviously grown by now. I I, had, I didn't really get to find, you know, mm-hmm. a story covering it yet. And, you know, by the time I really got to trying to dig for it, we mm-hmm. was ready to uh, we was ready to start rolling. But yeah, um, ugh, yuck. Yeah. Yeah. That, if that, if that, it's true, if it's true, of course, if it's true. And, and if it's true, why are we only? why have we only talked about it on Twitter? Why? You know, I mean, I'm, I would imagine some sort of statute of limitation is up, maybe. But mm-hmm. why are we not vilifying Carl Malone? You know, I was jersey shopping, you know, online looking for jerseys the other day, yeah. and I almost, I, you know, came across the Carl Malone. Like, yeah, not a lot of, of all people. people. Yeah, not a lot of people wear Carl Malone jerseys, you know. And I like, I like the '97 style jerseys. Maybe I'll get me a Carl. Carl the drone with the mountain on it, right? Yeah, yeah, and and man, I'm glad I didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> well, maybe you know now why not a lot of people are wearing Carl Malone jerseys. <laughs> That's uh, uh, yeah, because I can't, I can't, I can't wear that jersey, and he's even being associated with such with something so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I I don't know if it's true or not. I've just heard it on several occasions. And even before the last dance documentary last year, um, there may have been mention of it like through, you know, tabloids and, you know, stuff like that. But um, never have I heard ESPN bring it up. Um, Never had I heard Fox or anybody else or any of these networks bring it up. I've just always heard it through social media. And who knows? Who knows? Maybe maybe Twitter or somebody on there has like a an article or something that maybe talks about it or an article from a reliable source that maybe digs, you know, deeper into that. Yuck. But, um, yeah, if it's true, then yeah, that, that, that's, that's nasty. And yeah, you kind of wonder of, you know, all these years and now, you know, cause I mean, Carl Malone, like, we don't know what Carl Malone does. We don't know because we don't see him on social media I mean, he retired one day after, you know, joining the Lakers that one year, and then we just kind of never heard from him again. Yeah, I, I you know, I tell you what, that mm. I hate to be the, the dude that's drawing inferences and, 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 and stereotyping, but that that him that his whole look on the last dance documentary, mm-hmm. it, it uh like I'm looking at that look differently now. Like because remember, he de- you- he declined to do an interview for it, if you remember. 
Yeah. Okay. So, I, but he was seen somewhere during that series. Not, not, not on the series. I'm sorry. So I, I get what you're saying. I'm saying on the series. He wasn't on the series. Yeah. But he, he wasn't did seen some on the type series. of. A, he did some type of an interview or something, and he had like the uh, the logger man, the log. Uh, I don't know the Paul Bunyan type shirt on. Okay. And he had the, the yeah. I don't. I don't. I can't that recall where. That might have been pre-recorded maybe years ago because I do recall seeing something like that um, maybe 10, maybe 10, 12 years ago. So I think they took a clip of that and inserted it into the documentary. He didn't do an actual spot. Well, that look, I still look at that look differently right now. Of course. Knowing these. Of course. Nah, yeah, that that I don't yeah. know. That looks funky to me. That looks funky to me. Yeah, that's terrible. That's that's terrible if that's what you know went down. You I know hope he saying? didn't do it. Um, let, let, let me let me let me let me just say that I hope he didn't impregnate a thirteen year old child. Um, because 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 we should be we should be talking about him in this just like we talked about the white dude who uh who uh impregnated or married married his uh stepdaughter or whatever and like grew her up and married her. Who was the the white the actor mm-hmm. director Woody Allen Woody Allen. What is it Woody, Woody Allen? Allen. Yeah, it's Woody okay. Allen? Yeah, okay. it's Woody Allen. Yeah, so okay. we should be talking okay. about him. John, like how and are we talking we, about? We, vili- we vilified Woody Allen, though, right? We vilified. I mean, him, I, right? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we necessarily vilified him. I mean, I, we 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 acknowledge that he a nasty dude, but we mm-hmm. should be putting Carmen on in that same light. If we, we, he should certainly be in the mm-hmm. same light. Yeah, I think people's minds have been made up. You know, based on what I see on Twitter, whenever they mention Karl Malone, that yeah, this is a nasty dude. Um, yeah, you I, know, I don't want to talk I, about like him. You, I hope he didn't do these things. Um, but I'm just not. I mean, until it's somewhere somehow confirmed by a reliable source, um, you know, it's I'm too just old for them. To, it's alone, too old for them to care. It's too old for them to care, though. Mm-hmm. Right, it's too. It's right. literally too but, old for them to care. But there is something about a guy of his star to just quit the game, not, you know, not abruptly or anything like that. I mean, he had a long career, but a, a, a hall of famer that, you know, played in the league and retired and then just kind of disappeared, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, out of nowhere, no, you know, no media jobs, no side gigs, no, you know, nothing like that. The next place I saw him was with like the lumberjacket joint. So yeah, he, uh, he yeah, I don't like it. I I don't you, like you, it at you all. It looks hi? nasty. Go ahead, go ahead, say hi to to the people. Hi. Okay. All right. You you can go ahead and uh, head back downstairs. Okay. Mac and cheese. Why don't you ask your mother for mac and cheese? <laughs> she won't give it to you. No. Is that what it is? Okay. It said no. Okay. No, well, you ate mac and cheese for dinner already, so. Okay, try asking her again. See if she'll change her mind. All right. Go ahead, she see if she'll change you. her mind. She tried to get you. All right. See ya. <laughs> uh, she my tried daughter, to get people. you, bro. My, my daughter. She tried people. to get you, bro. <laughs> nah, she tried to get you, you. That's that's kid. That's parent versus parent 101 right there. Yeah. 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 It's all good, though. Yeah, but getting back to Carl Malone, um, yeah, man, I, 
I don't. Uh, let me say this. I'll do. I, I'll. I'll do my proper internet research and, and, and try to come up with some type of conclusion on my own. But uh, uh, now, now is he trending right this second, or was he trending just I, maybe a while I, ago? I, I was. I literally pulled up Twitter. To just you know, like I do any other day. Mm-hmm. The. Uh, let me see if he's still trending. Don't look like he's still trending. Maybe he was trending earlier today or something. But uh, yeah, he's um, still trending. He's still trending. Oh, on my well, there you go. Yep, yep. Uh, so yeah, yeah so I mean, I you know, ain't no need to go through all of it. The point is that he was trending today for whatever reason, and yeah, that's I, what I, was I, I guess that's the I guess that's the interesting part. Like, why? Why is he trending? Yeah, why? why is he trending? Because yeah, I know why he was trending to... last year. Because of the documentary, the only thing I saw was uh, only thing I saw that was sports related was I was scrolling was Skip Bayless said that Karl Malone is better than Steph Curry, which I don't agree with. But uh, whatever. Okay. 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 Yeah, it's funny. So when every time you see a name trend, there's actual tweets about, "Hey, why is this guy trending?" <laughs> like it's mm. you know, like everybody's questioning why is this person trending, but. Um, Mark Lamont Hill, uh, he says Karl Malone is trending. I don't know why, but he's human garbage. So he's got his own opinion about Karl Malone, however way he, you know, seems to be seems that. to be common common fact that Karl Malone impregnated a thirteen year thirteen year old. That's what it's saying. And again, I don't know it to be true. So I don't, you know, and I don't yeah. have no information. I just want to hear the story of when when this happened. Yeah, what happened. I mean, I don't want to yeah, play by I play. I just, you know, what was reported when we found out. But um, I'll be honest with you, Trey. Um, it's a, that the fact that that many people are talking about it. That's enough for me to kind of draw where I'm going to go with it. Mm, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't. And it's I, not I, the first time. It's not the first time that this has been resurfacing. It's resurfaced again for whatever reason. You said Skip said he's better than Steph Curry or some crazy ass stuff like that but yeah it, it, if it resurfaces this like, much then something's up <laughs> something's yeah up. i don't i yeah i i can't see me i can't see me speaking about carl malone no more and if mark lamont hill says that then yeah something something i don't up. know that nigga i'm just I'm, I, I yeah 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 if mark lamont hill said that then yeah something's up so you think so you think he impregnated a thirteen year old? That's I'm I'm leaning towards that way. Yuck. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. It, he I can't I can't acknowledge him as one of the top power fours in the league no more. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't do it. It's like R. Kelly. I can't. I, I'm I'm not acknowledging him. I can't do it. Yeah. That's crazy, not, and not a lot of people are acknowledging R. Kelly, for that matter. Um, but i tell you what I will acknowledge uh, from yesterday's games, basketball, that uh, both our teams' winning streaks were snapped yesterday. Uh, the Wizards was on, what, 10-game win streak or eight. nine? Eight game? Okay. Mm-hmm. So eight games before y'all went down to the Spurs in, what, overtime, right? In overtime, yeah. Yep, yep, and then the Knicks last night uh, were on a nine-game win streak, and we were up by, like, 15 points in the first quarter, and then 
Uh, we just kind of lost that lead, like in the late in the third and going into the fourth quarter. And Chris Paul just, you know, did Chris Paul things, you know, take over a game, knock down shots, uh, consecutive possessions. And, you know, that, that was pretty much it there. But um, so the Knicks right now, they still sitting pretty at, you know, the number four seed in the East. Uh, the Wizards are sitting at the number 10 spot all by themselves, I think. Um, so. So what? How, um, so how many games? So how many games is left? Like 13, um, 12, 13 games left. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, but let me let me but let me get into the if I may. I don't I don't know but what you took in, what you've been taking from what you taken from the Knicks. But I could tell you, um, how Russell Westbrook, right? So Russell Westbrook um, in in the press conference. Um, I don't know. I didn't watch the entire press conference. I didn't watch any of it. I, I saw this on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But uh, essentially um, they got into a conversation that was Russell Westbrook defending his game, defending his game to the to the media. Essentially saying that, um, you know, y'all didn't uh, y'all don't he said something about uh, stat padding, like you know, like y'all keep saying I'm stat padding. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop, whoop. None of this was an issue. Like why is why is my triple? Why are my triple doubles so useless? Um, you know, Oscar Robertson was, is a triple double machine. Matt, you know, he went on to m- mention you know the greats uh, and why he is getting the sh- not getting the credit he deserves. For uh, having the triple double, you know, for averaging triple doubles on mm-hmm. numerous occasions. Um, mm-hmm. So my question is, I guess, is is it just because he don't have a championship? Is that it? Why we can't acknowledge Russell Westbrook? And I and, and I'm including myself. I, but I'm. Is it just because he don't have rings? We feel like he should have a ring by now, and that's why we are. Um, uh, underestimate not giving his regular season stats the props he deserves. I don't think that's it. I've come to you know I come to realize with Russell Westbrook, and it's not his fault because he is who he is. His personality is what it is. But I take it that the media doesn't receive Russell Westbrook very well like in press conferences, you know, pre-game, post-game, um, you know, the whole media, you know, versus player game, like, haha, you know, trying to get you to say something interesting. And you know, Yeah, he doesn't get be trying to about like he, he doesn't engage in that. Uh, Russell West, um, that's been him since um, that's been him since day one. Um, so I, I'll be honest with you. Um, I don't think it's just that he doesn't have a chip. I just think that personality wise, I don't think he's received very well by um, by the media. OK, you phased out um, and I could tell you said a lot. Um, I, I, what yeah, I gathered I think, is, is that. And I and I could and I could kind of tell you why I kind of phased out, but I don't want to, you know, 
ruin the show. So go right okay. ahead. Let's let's continue. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 wrap. Um. Yeah. So essentially, essentially, they don't. But but I needed to hear why you said they don't take him well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I think he I think they don't take him well because I think Russell Westbrook is a serious cat. You know what I'm saying? So at least in the press conferences that I've seen him, you know, pre-game, post-game, he has a serious demeanor to him. Like he's not into, you know, the laughing, the jokes and, you know, things like that throughout these press conferences. He's really just the dude that just wants the ball. Like he's not a guy that's going to engage with the media on a fun level. So So you're um, saying he's intimidating? I, I think that's part of what... Um, I, I don't know if that's the word. Like, like, let, let me give you an example. Um, Magic Johnson, you would say Magic mm-hmm. Johnson had a personality, right? And that he engaged sure. with the media and things like that. Right. Sure. I, 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 yeah, and right. And I, and I agree with the same thing. Um, I, I don't see any of that in Russell Westbrook when it comes to would personality. Would you say, would you say that Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant handle the media sim in a similar fashion? I think, I, and I think in some ways, I think in some ways similar. I think Durant is a little versatile more with, you know, being engaging with the media and kind of, you know, putting on a serious face when it needs to be put on. Um, I've never seen Russell, you know, engage with the media on a fun level like that. I, I've just never seen it. I've seen Durant do it on, you know, some occasions early in his OKC days. Um, not so much, you know, now and not even really when he was with the Warriors, not so much, but yeah, I mean, I think Durant and and Westbrook, I think they both can have similar demeanors, you know, when it comes to talking to the media, but I think Durant can kind of diversify himself a little bit better than Russell Westbrook can. Nah, I, 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 nah, I think it's, I think I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. Um, I think it's because he don't got a ring. I think it's. I think it's because. So who were the guys that it, they compared him to? In terms nobody, of triple doubles. No, 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 no. They didn't compare him to anybody. Oh, Russell okay. Westbrook was saying that mm. you know why am I not in the why he didn't say I'm, I'm paraphrasing and I'm and I know I'm probably butchering what he said. Um, yeah. But what I took from it was why he's saying why am I not considered as you know up there with the magic johnsons with the oscar robinsons when i perform on the court in a similar fashion the stats suggest that i'm as good as them i'm that dude i'm really that nice i mean there's an argument um i don't even think there's an argument russell westbrook is the most athletic point and we i mean we've heard it said all the time He's the most athletic point guard to maybe ever play the game. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but certainly in and right now of mm. basketball, it is right. Russell Westbrook. Um, and we know we we all thought that Derrick Rose was gonna be that dude, but injuries, you know, however sure. you know how sure. his career went. But um, mm-hmm. but Russell Westbrook, if you're talking about uh a point guard who plays the way he plays, slasher, you know. Yep. He's he's that guy. He's I don't. There's not a point guard who does what he does better than him in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, may, maybe ever. Um, I mean, right. feel free to throw your comparisons, but um, 
he doesn't get that type of respect for what he's done in revolutionize, revolutionizing the game. And um, in his defense, that's a fair issue to have. I do think that it's because he don't got a chip. I do think it's – and let me say, I do also think it's because um, – uh, the whole, you know, he's a bad teammate, that narrative that was drawn, he's a bad teammate, and uh, and that maybe he was the dude that broke up OKC because yeah, right. nobody, you know, nobody could really get along with him, that, you know, he's right, playing right. on the court, on the court that's that and the third. But yeah. the, um, and, you know, for lack of, I mean, for if I'm being honest, um, I was, you know, I was one of those dudes early in his career that was like, yeah, maybe he need to have a couple of more assists. You know what I'm saying? I was that dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've always said they need to keep it together. You know, I was upset that they didn't give James Harden that couple of million, whatever it was, to keep Four million. Yeah, I was upset. Yeah, I was upset that they didn't find a way to make that happen. And because in my mind, yeah. looking, especially looking back, that was the Warriors before the Warriors came to be. Mm. They drafted Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Serge Ibaka. They drafted yeah. those dudes yeah. and um, yeah. essentially couldn't keep them keep them together for four million because of four million dollars. Right, right, yeah. Um, but I say all that to say um, uh, I am going to be. He's he's right, and, and and maybe it's because of a ring, but the fact we can't sit here and pretend like Russell Westbrook um, didn't contribute to the game what he contributed it, and for him that me hearing him say it is like yeah you right, you right, yeah I think, and just kind of going back to the point about um, you know how he's viewed in the media um, I I think. Um, part of that, I, I think it's part of it. And, and, and you're, re- you're referencing the fact that he doesn't have a championship. Um, I could, I could pick point guys in the league right now who've been in the league for as long as he has that are still looking for that first one. Um, I just seen a dude carve up my team last night that still don't got a championship to his name. And that's Chris Paul. Um, people look at Chris Paul and I think Chris Paul, um, at least from what I've seen, is still getting his flowers to this day. Um, yeah. But he, but he needs a championship. Um, I look at a dude like um, James Harden. James Harden's still looking for that first one. Uh, he definitely getting his flowers. You know. Yeah, but James Harden is scoring with the best in the game. So, so I, you're I, so you so you're comparing position play. You're, you're talking about the position of point guard, no, not so I'm much the about... player itself. No, I'm the reason why I'm not going. The reason why I'm not going to Chris Paul for for this conversation, in my opinion, Chris Paul is a better is a better person to compare this, you know, in this conversation because Mm -hmm. James Harden, um, James Harden uh, scores the basket better than you know. It's probably Durant um, and Harden. I mean, if you want in LeBron and um, and Lillard, and then Lillard don't score like uh, Harden. Mm. He doesn't. I mean, what are we talking? We we talking a big gap? I'm or? talking about all around scoring. Who who who? 
Damian Lillard don't Damian Lillard don't have the size to slash to the basket like James Harden does. He don't have the ability. He, like he's just not that. He's not. Who's range is better? Who's range is better from three? Damian Lillard. Okay, but that's it. But that's not even. But but range don't. I mean, that's you just talking about three pointers. James Harden is a better scorer than Damian Lillard. Like I don't. I don't even think that's a. A real well, I'm not. It's not for me to say who's better. I'm just saying. Okay, talking about I wouldn't even guys put, that are scoring. I would, I would. I would put Dame in in that group. I mean, the dude averaging okay. 28 points, 29 points a game. If if my math is correct on that, that's not math. That's just looking up numbers. But I, 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 I hear you. I'm not saying, and that's not me to say. That's not me saying that Damian Lillard isn't a good scorer. I'm just talking about. Cats that score like the best scores in the game. James mm. Harden is there with the best scores in the game and has been for ten years. Damian Lillard has not been, so I, I, I don't. I, so I, I don't want to put. That's not the argument. But, but getting back to the uh, Russell Westbrook argument, um, Chris Paul, Chris Paul, like Chris Paul is the best point guard. Has been the best point guard probably since he's been in the uh, since he went to LA to the Clippers. Best, best pure point guard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Been the best pure point guard, right? Mm-hmm. And and he doesn't have a doesn't have a ring, obviously. Um, right. Right. He he um, you kind of threw me over the Damian Lillard argument, but um, he um, you can score. <laughs> Well, don't don't bring me back there. I'm trying to catch the fucking argument. I'm, I'm, just, I'm um, just saying the Duke could score. That's it. He's not. He's but he's not the upper echelon of scoring. He's just not. If if, if you want to keep saying it, he's not the upper echelon of scoring. He's not. What's upper echelon? Kevin Durant, James Harden, LeBron. You you would put LeBron in there as a score? I would put LeBron on there. Yeah, I would. I would. Uh, as a pure score. As a pure score. In terms of in, in okay, so he gets we, to the basket see. when he wants. He has a mid range game. He can shoot regular threes. He has range from three. His range from three isn't as good as Damian Lillard's or Kevin Durant's or Steph Curry's, but all around scoring, LeBron James can score. From, and from, when he decides certain, he wants to from score, certain spots on the floor, we're when he about. decides he wants to score, nobody can stop him. That's Kevin Durant. That's James Harden. When he decides, so I'm when, going to so score. So when Dame Lillard decides to score, nobody can, you stop, can stop him. him. That's not true. Because if you force him James to go to the, if you force <laughs> Damian Lillard to go to the basket, he's not scoring with the same efficiency that that those other three players are. If you're asking him to score in the mid range game, he's not scoring the same way those other three guys are. Yeah, so, yeah, I, you, I don't, I don't know about that, but. You know about so you telling me that you telling me that and then and then let's add free throws in there. He definitely don't get to the free throw line like those other three. Who Dane? Dane, okay. yeah. Okay, I I I'll, I'll give you that if we're if we're talking. I mean, so we're so you're His you're talking about game, so you're talking about all three around point shooting. Scoring. You're talking about the all jumper. around scoring. You're talking about slashing to the basket in the paint. You're talking about you're talking about all that stuff. You're talking about the fifteen footer, the paint. Three outside of from three point range and, yeah, and all free throws, scoring. all around okay. scoring. Okay, yeah, Damian okay. Lillard's not up there. Uh, okay, as much Carry as I on. like Steph Curry, Steph Curry's not up there. Well, Steph is what I know about Steph. He can get to the basket. He can shoot the three, obviously. 
Um, he can shoot free throws. Um, I think maybe the one, maybe the one weakness is the fifteen footer, the J. That might that might be the one weakness of the four that I just I mentioned. We, I him. think we watch basketball. I think we watch basketball different, bro. Steph, Steph Curry. You Steph don't think Curry, that's his weakness? You don't think the fifteen footer is his his weakness aside from the other stuff I just mentioned? No, I think he just chooses not to shoot fifteen footers. I, I think that's. I think Steph Curry is the best shooter in the game. If he wanted to shoot fifteen footers, he'd shoot fifteen footers. He just doesn't aim to shoot fifteen footers. I think if he had a weakness in this game, it's him getting to the basket because he's just not big enough to slash with big boys. Uh, and big boys when I'm not. Come on, man. We, I don't you, know. I, I don't know, bro. I don't know what games we're watching, but it's I, a reason why he. It's the reason why he's one of the best uh, running running around the court. Shooters in the game because if he had to isolate and he's just not the size of James Harden. James Harden. Okay, is if we're, okay, so I think we're looking at this differently. I, now that now that you say isolation, I I I think we're looking at this differently. Steph can get Steph. No, but I'm I'm saying Steph. Can, you're saying Steph can't get to the basket, and I and I think you're you're talking from an ISO standpoint. I'm saying Steph can get to the basket, but maybe not from an ISO standpoint. I'm saying Steph can you know, get to the paint and he can score. Like, you know, like you're talking about, he does all the running around with the ball. And, you know, before you know it, he's he's in the paint and he's scoring. That's that's not ISO. So I think we're just talking from two different um, standpoints here. But Steph can get to the rack. I don't even think he does rack. what you're saying a lot. Huh? I don't even think he does a – I don't think he does a lot of what you're saying a lot. I don't what's, think he well, does a well, lot what's, of running well, what's a lot? Because I've seen him do it. It's, sure. it's just, it's just, just a question of, do it doesn't mean that it's just a question strength. of how it just it's just a question it. how much he does it. And I think I've seen him do it quite a bit. Just from the games I've watched. It doesn't mean just because he can do it doesn't mean that that's his strength. It just means he can do it. So how do you equate that then? Because I know I watch James Harden sit there, walk you down. Get to the rack. I've seen sure. James Harden. Like James, when James Harden goes to the rack, one or two things right. more times than that is happening. He's making the basket or he's getting fouled. That's not that, that like we on on the joint. Sure, you're talking either, about from an ISO standpoint. I'm with I'm you there. That you're talking people. Okay, let me let me let me let me let me even say let me say it better then or, or mm-hmm. differently. Mm-hmm. Guards don't even really run the floor to get. To, to get in the paint buckets like that. Like, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, but that's not something that guards do. Guards normally are running the floor sure. to get... Well, like, it's not their strength. So you're, so you're saying... So that's what I'm saying about Steph Curry. Steph Curry's right. strength isn't in the... I don't. I think. But I don't. But I don't. But I, but I was saying I don't think that's. I don't think that's one of his weaknesses, though. I don't think that's the. I don't think that's the weakness in his game. Is I think when I'm. Get so he can do so it. Let me ask, and you're right. Let he me can ask do it, and he could go ahead. Go ahead. He can do all four of those things. I'm just saying that if he would, if he the thing he's not strongest at or weakness, however you want to frame it, yeah. is him getting to the basket. Whether it's him running or running the floor to get to the basket, or him in ISO having to get to the basket, mm. his flaw is that. Okay, he's the so, best shooter in the world. You telling me he can't shoot 15 footers? He just doesn't want to shoot 15 footers. Okay, so, okay, I, I guess I'm confused then because just because one person does one thing more than the other doesn't necessarily mean that he's weak at the thing that he does more than the other. 
But it's a reason why Steph Curry doesn't do it. It's a reason why he won't go to the rack off the ISO. It's a if mm-hmm. if you play a little bit right. of ball off the ISO. I agree a, with you there. You're saying off the ISO. There's a reason why he won't do. There's I agree a reason with why you there. He won't, I'm saying, yeah, but there's also. I'm saying that he gets to the basket when he's dribbling, running around the court, and just when you think he's about to dish it to somebody, or you think he's going to go right back to the three point line. He'll fool you and just get right to the paint, and he, and he'll score right underneath you. Yeah, he's done that before. But if you're asking he's me, he's done that a lot. Better, if you're asking me what he's better at, the fifteen mm-hmm. footer or doing what you just said, mm-hmm. footer. The fifteen. Uh, he's the best shooter in the game. Yeah, no, I I, I understand that, <laughs> but. The, you you gotta show me highlights where he's knocking down fifteen. You know I'm not like, gonna show you highlights. Just like if I ask you to show me highlights of him going to the buck buck going to the paint, uh, you're not gonna show me a highlight reel of that. We that's okay. <laughs> well, well then, disagree. Look, well then, yeah, I I guess we're gonna have to agree to disagree here, sir. Because based on the games but, that I've watched, based on the the number of Warriors games that I've I've watched in the last few years, I've seen him get to the paint and score more than I've seen him shoot 15 footers. Now you, you may be right. Maybe he doesn't want to shoot the 15 footer all that much. Maybe he, you know, and, and you're right about the whole ISO situation. You're, he's never going to, you know, score in the paint from an ISO situation. He's never going to do but that. But it's the same. Right. But what I was trying to say is the reason why he won't do it in ISO and the reason why he won't do it and in, in, in he don't want to do it in cuts if he don't have to, yeah. It's because he's going to get knocked. He's going to get beat up in the paint. Mm-hmm. He's going to he's going to get the elbow. He's going to get those little yeah. those little slick things that it takes somebody with mass to be able to have to go and hold that. Like right, right. He don't want to. He don't want to do that. James Harden is, and I and I'll even give you this. James Harden ain't the guy that that runs the floor because he's so good in ISO. So he don't have to run right. the floor. You don't have to run but the floor. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will say in turn that he does that better. Like, and I was gonna say, I don't it. see, I don't see James Harden like the way we describe Steph running around the floor trying to get somebody open and things. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily see James Harden all that much do that. Because not as much as not, as not 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 as much as ISO. Yeah, because he could do it. He could. He just he's so good at doing it off the ball. I mean, uh, with yeah. the ball in his hand. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. So he don't have to do that because he can. He's big enough to push your hand in in ISO. He's big enough to do those ISO, do those types of things in ISO that get you free to the basket for right. a pass, a foul, or a shot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Steph Curry is that. Those are types of things, in my opinion, that make the upper echelon scores the upper echelon scores. Is why I can't put that. Like in my opinion, in my, mm-hmm. just my opinion, mm-hmm. it's like small dudes that are that 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 are. Those elite scores, mm-hmm. it's maybe Allen Iverson, and that's where it stops, really. Mm-hmm. Because he was what? How, how tall was Iverson? Six something, but I'm, he's small though. Like I'm not even like it's not even so much. I mean, it, of course, it's about height, but it's not even so much. No, no, he you're talking about to, if he was he, bulky or not. You're talking about he guys goes that are to built. The, like, he goes to the rack and he gets knocked down. He was fearless, He gets yeah. knocked down. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, Steph Curry don't go to the rack like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like, not, it, not off of ISO situations. Yeah, uh, not even all, like, but AI did it off the ball as well, though, is what I'm saying. 
Mm, right now, obviously, obviously, Steph Curry got a better jumper. Like, obviously, you know, I'm, I don't mean to bring. It. My point mm-hmm. is, is that my point is, is that there's an upper echelon of scores, and um, and in my opinion, that's LeBron, that's Katie, that's uh, 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 James Harden, um, and, and anybody feel free to if I'm missing somebody, but if upper echelon, maybe yeah. Jimmy Butler. Maybe, um, I, I I don't know if I put Jimmy Butler in that group. Um, I'm 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 still man, yeah right to, right. That's what I said about, yeah. I'm, but if you, but if you're talking about upper echelon, I'm not even sure LeBron belongs in terms. Who's of stopping upper LeBron? Like be real. Who's going. who's really stopping LeBron if he want when he when he says I I'm doing what I want to do besides himself. Yeah, but you can say that about any player. You can say that about James Ooh. Harden. You can say that about James Harden, right? But yeah, but that's why James James Harden is in the upper echelon of scoring, right? So I'm okay. saying if you if you really wanted to stop if you really want to stop Steph Curry, you could stop him. If you really want to stop Damian Lillard, you can stop him. Defense within your scheme, you can really stop him. <sighs> There's things you could do that you could really stop him. We've seen we've seen Steph Curry be bad in finals in series or games, yeah, yeah. or we've seen him we've seen him be stopped. Yeah. Um. I mean. If Daniel Lillard is so bad, so so categorize bad for me because I, I I think about what, which finals was it? The finals that Cleveland won, that that the finals that uh, the Cavs won in those last three four minutes of that game seven. Yeah, Steph was Steph was bad down the stretch. Now I I categorize that as bad because he his shooting was off. Um, so. If you're if you're telling me that that's what that was a way to stop Steph because he you know down the stretch of that particular game he was you know he he wasn't knocking down shots I've 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 seen LeBron and I'm just talking from the three point line I'm not just talking about all around game but I've seen LeBron go through a slump where the dude was just trying to knock down threes and he'll he'll go zero for four zero for five. But was it? But that's the thing about. But that's the. Th- that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. LeBron chose to shoot threes. If LeBron said, "I, the de- I know the defense is giving me the three, but I need to get to the rack." Sure. Nobody's stopping him. <laughs> sure. Sure. If if Steph Curry, and that's the thing about. I mean, obviously, that's the thing about three pointers, and, and I get we're talking about the best shooter in mm-hmm. NBA history. Mm-hmm. If it's not falling, it's not falling. Right. If it's if not Steph falling, it's jumpers not falling. Is, right. If his jumper's not falling from three, it's not falling. Mm-hmm. He can't he can't resort, he can't change up and just start going to the basket, going to the basket, going to the basket, because mm-hmm. he gonna get started and knocked around and he don't wanna do that. Yeah, he because won't go to the basket certain, from an ISO point. He won't do that. I that I agree with you there. He'll steal buckets off of cuts. I I get that. that and, and, that, and that's that, what I'm trying to get to. That and and that, that that's all I was trying to get to. Right, but I'm not I never denied that. I'm just saying my mm-hmm. my argument with you as far as Steph Curry is is that mm-hmm. he's not better at those cuts getting to the basket than he is shooting 15 footers. I just don't agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we we just going to have to <laughs> We just going to have to do it five minutes ago. But but getting to the um, 
Who are we talking about? Who are we talking about? We were talking about remember. Russell Westbrook. We were talking about Russell Westbrook. And you think and you think he's not and you and you think he's not getting the respect because he doesn't have a ring. And I don't. I'm, but I don't remember. Yeah. And I'm and and I'm saying I was saying I don't think he's getting the respect because I think the media doesn't you know doesn't like his personality i think that's yeah part but of i don't remember what from. my point was uh, yeah, we can move on i don't remember no because you were saying uh, how kevin you were saying how kevin durant um sort of has sort of the same you know personality with the media and stuff and i was you know slightly agreeing and slightly disagreeing in the sense that i think durant can change it up when it comes to the media i don't think i don't i haven't seen westbrook do that within the media so um i mean but my but I th- but the major difference between that is Kevin Durant got a ring. So I mean, I, 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 again, I still don't really. Uh, I just you know we can move on. I ain't, you mean I don't I, I don't remember. I ain't gonna say it. You can move on. No, I just I just told you. <laughs> it's okay. No, nah, but that wasn't. No, nah, that wasn't. No, nah, that wasn't because we wasn't. That was part of it, but we got deeper because we was talking about my comparison between Chris Paul and Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook, and that's then right. you kept saying that's, something that, about Daniel right. Lillard. That's why I was right. saying. So, so, so to the Chris Paul point, though, he doesn't have trying a ring. to rehash it. I don't remember my point, huh? <laughs> like we could nothing. Go ahead. No, I was, I was just saying to the Chris Paul point. Um, I, I agree with you. I think that's a better comparison to Russell Westbrook. If we're, if we're trying to distinguish why we think Westbrook doesn't get the love that he deserves, does Chris Paul get the love he deserves? you know to this day um more more than westbrook does um more than westbrook but, but your point was what's your westbrook what's your opinion on chris paul then what's your point opinion on chris paul my opinion on chris paul um legacies legacy legacy oh it's, oh legacy um one of the he'll be he'll probably be a top five point guard in the nba's history i think when it's all said and done top five in NBA what's your, history. What's your legacy on Russell Westbrook? Russell Westbrook? Um, the dude is going to the Hall of Fame, like first ballot. There, but I'm just, just talking no about their game. That. I'm talking but about their term, games, though. But in, ter- but in terms of their game, in the echelon of point guards, um, he'll be up there with the greats. Um, I think at the, at the end of the day, though, at the end of the day, you get judged on rings. You get, you get you get judged on that, and and I think that if you're talking about a top five category amongst point guards in the league's history, I don't know that he'll crack that top five. And I and I think it'll be so it'll a dude be because that, of the ring situation. So a dude, so a dude that damn near averages a triple double, mm-hmm. multiple years, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't get a top five point guard nod, but Chris Paul who doesn't sniff, I don't think ever sniffs nine, nine, 10 rebounds a game, uh, gets, gets top point guard nods. Yeah. The, the media loves Chris Paul more than they love Russell Westbrook. Why they, who? And it's silly. And, it, and it's silly. If, you, if you're asking me or telling me that that's, that's silly, then I agree. It's, it's silly, but I've, and I've I don't know why the, and why do you say the media loves Chris Paul? Why? 
Cause yeah, cause, I don't know that they love him. I don't. Or let me say on. it this way. Or let, or let me say it this way. I think Chris Paul interacts with the media uh, better to the media's liking than Russell okay. Westbrook does. Okay. I'll, I'll categorize so essentially, it that way. So essentially, it sounds like you're saying mm-hmm. that a between. Is it safe to say, just statistically? Obviously, Russell uh, Chris Paul has been. I don't even know if he's been better. Um, statistically, Russell Westbrook has been a better basketball player than Chris Paul. Statistically, and I'm only talking. And I, and I, and I think I, physically, and I and I think physically, he's been better. Than obviously, Chris Paul. obviously, Chris Paul has led mm-hmm. teams in a better fashion. Blizzy, blizzy, blah. Which is why we're going to call IQ. it. Which is why yeah. he'll, yeah. But we're talking about a, why won't why won't we give Russell Westbrook at least the same flowers as Chris Paul? If it's just because he does State Farm commercials and he's the commissioner of you know he helps in the not the commissioner he helps in the players uh, association. The, there you go, players association. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's, may be that's a bullshit. Part of it. That's that that's may be bullshit a part of to it. me. Yeah, I no, I listen, listen, Russell listen. Westbrook. At the end of the day, this conversation is silly. At the end of the day, when it when it comes to us talking about how the media feels about certain players. It's a silly, it's a silly conversation. It's a silly situation to have, but I think there's something to that because we, we, we see it on TV in these post game pressers. We, we, we see this stuff. At least I do. I don't know about you, but yeah. I, and, and I mean, I, and I just let you, let you rock because I don't watch a whole bunch of press conferences, but I ain't never seen Russell Westbrook be, uh, be uh, rude or, um, you know, standoffish unless he was asked a question he didn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never seen him do anything that, that was unsatisfactory in, in press conferences, in the media, that type of thing. I've never right. seen it. Right. And it, and it may not just be, you know, whether he's rude or not. It just might be it, it just might be that the media just wants to have some fun with these players and. Russell Westbrook's not taking the bait. I, I don't. And, and it's silly. And again, and again, it's silly. It's. I, but I, just I, to I your point, I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what they want to have fun. Like, what do you mean have fun? What what fun do they want to have that they're not getting from Russell Westbrook? That they're getting from a Chris Paul? Like, that they're getting you're, from like. Like you're the meet. Like you're the media's favorite. Like you like Russell Westbrook. You know, doesn't say stuff that, you know get you on sports center um often per se like you don't hear you know things that are you know funny or hilarious or things like that you you, you don't hear that often from russell westbrook in terms of just the demeanor i don't hear that and, from the, and the personality paul. huh i don't hear that from chris paul but i think what you said about him being as a part of the players association and working with um other players and people of officials in the NBA, media people, I I think there's something to that. Well, I hear you, and I don't want to keep dragging the conversation, but I can't see how a guy who um, averages a triple-double, who has averaged triple-doubles on a, on a, a, a few times mm-hmm. has, and won an MVP and those type of things, has a um, – has a – doesn't have a better career. Like I don't, I don't see how Chris Paul is here and Russell Westbrook is there. 
I don't see how the media views it that way. I don't see how he how anybody could view it that way if you watch Chris Paul play and you watch Russell Westbrook play. Well, um, all I'll say is, is this. I know I give Russell Westbrook his flowers. I mean, he he does he deserves it. I mean, he's averaged a triple double what three straight years, I think. So, at least from my standpoint, he's gonna get his flowers, and I'm I'm, I'm sure he's a better he's a better player than you. Chris Paul. He's I, had I, a better I, career than Chris Paul, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I I would agree with that, and I, and I would go and extend further to say that I think not just from a number standpoint, but I think from a physical standpoint also Russell Westbrook is better physically um than Chris Paul is and when I mean physically I'm just talking about being able to run the floor you know what I'm saying being able to you know snag rebounds um get your teammates involved you know pull up J's you know things like that Chris Paul um the numbers doesn't show it with Chris Paul um I think Chris Paul plays with a tough mindset i think chris paul is a smarter um point guard in terms of iq than russell westbrook but i think overall when you talk about the phys- when you talk about the physical when you talk about um the numbers russell westbrook is there over chris paul yep um so what are you looking forward to in a draft um thursday I'm looking forward to uh, Najee getting Najee Harris <laughs> and, uh, and 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 hopefully Asante Samuel Jr. After that, um, I mean, look, obviously we can get into it. We need a center. We need we need to get better on the offensive line. I would love to get a, another inside linebacker. Um, I mean, our cornerbacks were young as hell. Um, well, uh, and then Justin Lane, who is like a, a a depth cornerback, might not even be on the Steelers because he just got caught up on some 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 shit with the law. I've been seeing on Twitter. Um, so he, I don't know if he's going to even be on the team this year. So uh, that court that cornerback depth. Um, I mean, it's obvious. It's places we need to go, but right, right now, if you're asking me what right now I'm focused on, Najee Harris in the first round is what I'm focused on. If we can't get Najee Harris, um, then maybe the the cat from uh, Travis Etienne. Um, I hope that's how he pronounces his name. Um, and really, after that, just just address the needs. I'm. I, I know I, we a lot of people been leaving and coming back and all this you know that's been going on in Steelers free agency. Um, the running game needs to get fixed so we could get Ben Roethlisberger some some help. If he's got to be our quarterback, he's got to be our quarterback. So we need to facilitate him uh, being able to be as efficient as he can. So uh, with that, we that's we need to get this running game together. That's let me, my focus. Uh, let me let me shout out the Facebook live chat group right now. I don't want to forget them. Uh, Mocha Bella, got Kev three hundred three. We got Vince Wright. We got uh, my wife in the chat room. Uh, also got Kesey in the Facebook live chat. So shout out to everybody that's joint. Um, with the Ravens, and we just got two first round picks. Um, because of the Orlando Brown trade, which I don't yeah. necessarily like. Um, not because 
I felt like they should have kept Orlando Brown Jr., but it's more so because of the team that they traded him to and sort of made them better than, you know, what they were last year, given that, yeah. you know, they had some compromising with the offensive line. We saw that in the Super Bowl with, uh, with the Chiefs. Well, they were injured. And, they were and, injured. You know, they, that they, did. Sure, yeah, sure. I think that would have went a little different if, had they not been injured. That's just my opinion. But Now, ahead. did they did the Chiefs not bring somebody back who was injured? Off that offensive line, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like I, I, like I thought, Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher was the one that got hurt, right? He was one of the injured. Both of their players. starting tackles were. Both of their starting guards, guards or tackles. I don't remember. Both of their starting yeah. guards or tackles was injured. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember the name of of who that was. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I but don't I don't. Remember. But I don't think. I, I for some reason I don't think Eric Fisher is there anymore. Um, however, um, nonetheless, we made the Chiefs a better football team. With, with the trade, at least in my book. Um, so we got two first-round picks. And historically, this team's never had two first-round picks historically. So it sounds to me like two things. I know that they need – they're going to need pass rush because Judon's not there no more and uh, Ngakwe signed with the Raiders. So we're going to need pass rush. Um, I would like to see them get their hands on a pass rusher with one of those first two picks. Uh, the second pick, they, they they need a wide receiver. And, you know, I, I got love for Hollywood Brown, um, but he, he, he's just not enough, man. Um, and, we, and we lost Willie Sneed, so we're definitely going to have to replace him and, you know, a couple other guys with a receiver. And I'm, I'm not going to praise Sammy Watkins. You know, that pickup was just, you know, a typical – you know, veteran wide receiver pickup for the Ravens. That's typically what mm-hmm. they do. And Sammy Watkins, you know, compared to some of the veterans that we've picked up in the past, has had a history of nagging injuries. So I'm not even sure that Sammy Watkins is going to play a full 16 games for us. So I would expect that they go after pass rush. I would expect that they go after a wide receiver with those first two picks. And then we'll see what happens, you know, the rest of the way. I think we got nine picks total throughout the, uh, you know, throughout the draft. So, mm-hmm. um, so that 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 that's sort of what I'm looking forward to. How they're gonna address anybody you looking at in particular for pass rush or wide receiver? Um, you know, I haven't been paying much attention to college football, and and I'm and I'm sure you haven't either. I mean, I, mm-hmm. there, there's just certain names that you know kind of stick out. There's really for me. Um, there's really no names that really stick out. Um, for me, I just want them to address the position because we lost, we lost two pass rushers. We, we, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and I, and I know I haven't been, you know, as high on Judon or Ngakwe. It's, it's just more so that they're not elite guys that you want to give them second contracts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm glad Judon got his money. I'm glad that, Ngakwe got his money elsewhere, but typically at that position, the Ravens are going to pay you big bucks when you can consistently, you know, get to the quarterback and you're elite at doing that. And those two guys just weren't doing that. So, mm-hmm. um, and then, and then just kind of going back to the Orlando Brown trade, um, I understand it from the standpoint that we weren't going to pay him. Uh, we gave Ronnie Stanley money. So you're not going to give, big time money to two tackles. I don't think I've ever seen a team do that before. You, you, you normally pay 
one tackle that kind of money. You don't pay two tackles that kind so of money. So let, let, let me let me uh interject if you don't mind. Yeah. Um so you don't and, and I don't what you know, what did they pay um the other tackle? Uh Stanley. Like they paid him top dog money? Uh, they they paid Stanley top dog money, yeah. Yeah, okay. that wasn't well, the you paid him yeah, top that, dog money, but you you don't I, I how was Orlando Brown last year? Was he okay? I he was was good. he satisfied? I thought okay, he was good. so I'm saying I'm I'm asking because why wouldn't you try to secure two tackles with you with um with your quarterback? Um I think the cons I don't I don't in that perspective. I'm just saying that when you look around the league and really when you look at history, I I don't know of a pair of tackles that have ever been paid big money by the same franchise at the same time. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't a surprise for me to see them part ways with him. And and really it it was a good job on the Ravens part to instead trade him versus lose him for nothing. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Knowing that you weren't going to be able to pay him. So at least I give him. I'm just saying, I'm sure. I'm just saying that in, 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 you know, with Lamar Jackson being, you know, your your asset, obviously, your highest asset, obviously, um, that yeah. you would want to protect him to the best of your ability. That's why that's why I asked. Sure. Yeah, no, no doubt. No, no, no question. You you definitely want to put the best offensive lineman around your quarterback, no question about it. But I think when you're talking about um I think when you're talking about two tackles, and, and let's remember this too, Orlando Brown took Ronnie Stanley's position on the left side um, after Ronnie got hurt against Pittsburgh. So mm-hmm. Orlando Brown was always, for us, he was always the right tackle, but had to play left because of the injury. And so Orlando Brown kind of played it as, hey, you know what? I would like to get left tackle money. And obviously that's the blind side. And the blind mm-hmm. side guys normally get more bucks than the guys that play on the right side. So there's there okay. was that play also. And at that point, you just knew there's, there's no way. They paid Ronnie all that money. They're, they're not going to give Orlando Brown Jr. that money too. And then not gotcha. have enough money, you know, for other positions, you know. And Lamar Jackson's coming up. You know what I'm saying? They just gave um, – I just heard on the radio they gave Baker Mayfield the one-year option. So – um it, it sounds to me like Cleveland wants to, you know, re-up yeah, with him gave, after the five. Did they the, give Lamar Jackson? Didn't they did the same for Lamar? For what the the fifth option? Didn't, didn't they didn't they exercise the option for him? Uh you know what? I, I, I think know you're they right. definitely did it for Mickey Fitzpatrick, but I, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. You know what? Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, they did do that for Lamar. They did do that for Lamar. Yeah. But but it kind of goes to the point of you you want to make trying, sure they need, that they got to sign him. Yeah. You want to make sure you keep your your guy, and unfortunately, yeah. you're going to lose some parts of the team. And and if it means it's a guy that played left tackle for you when he traditionally plays right tackle, and he wanted left tackle money, let that let that man go get left tackle money. You know, I'm I'm yeah. I'm happy he you know got a, got another place to play. I, I'm not happy that it's the Chiefs, but at least he's got an opportunity to play left tackle and be paid like a left tackle. Yeah, I hear you. But as far as like other things with the draft, um, I, I guess I'm intrigued by the quarterbacks. 
like obviously we we know Trevor Lawrence is going number one. We know that. Um, but I keep hearing this thing about Justin Fields dropping down in the draft. Yeah, they've been like, talking about that, that for they've been talking they, about that been, for a minute. Right. They've been talking about it for a while. Um I don't remember who it was. So I think it was Chris Sims that put out his mock draft uh, earlier this morning. And he had Fields going number 32 um, to the to the Bucks. And I know, and I get it's a mock draft, and I know these guys got to put something out just to get, you know, content and stuff like that. But I, I, I would be shocked if he fell all the way down to number 32. That's just my opinion. Um, I can't remember. Don't ask me to remember those these other quarterbacks' names that they have been putting above him. I, Mac like Jones, Trash, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. Um, yep. um, Zach Wilson. I wouldn't be su- I wouldn't be surprised. Zach Wilson was the guy with the first guy I was thinking about. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. don't I? I'm, I wouldn't be surprised, bro. I mean, look, we we look, we didn't we. We've seen this movie before. I mean, the last person that was uh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he was treated Lamar. like that, and and yeah. you know you've yeah. seen what happened. So I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I, it don't surprise me. The NFL don't. The NFL don't yeah, really. They want, they, they want their white boys up there. They, they yeah, want, I mean, they want they, their white well, quarterbacks well, up there. Yeah, they want guys that they <laughs> believe they're white people. Yeah, you're right. They want. Yeah, they boys. want they I mean, want their white quarterbacks. That that's really all that. They'll is. say they want. There's more they want pure passers but yeah you i mean you ain't yeah. lying it's 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 it's, it's bullshit <laughs> yeah. these, these, these but he'll get drafted we, we we're clear he'll get we're clear that he'll be drafted somewhere of course he'll get drafted he'll get drafted and i, I guess just... that, that and i guess and i guess that affects money depending on you know his draft placement mm-hmm. would affect you know money him getting his highest potential of money but yeah um uh, you know I, I i trust that he'll be fine all right We'll, we'll see about that. I do. I just got one more thing with the draft. Um, and I've been I've been bringing it up for quite some time, but I just feel strong and I'm going to die on this hill. But the Falcons got to take a quarterback. I, I just and, and you could tell me, no, they don't. They, they don't have to. But I, I just think that when you start a new regime with a new head coach and a new general manager, and you got a quarterback who's aging, he's 35 years old, and yeah, he can still play. He can still, you know, he can still throw the football. But why not think about your future right now? And I heard that Julio Jones is on the block. Who's I heard that? They, I, heard they, I heard that they are uh, the shopping Julio. entertaining. Yeah, I heard they're entertaining Julio offers. Yeah. Um, now, I'll tell you this. If mm-hmm. Julio leaves, yeah, he should go. That he he Julio should go. Matt saying? Ryan. If Julio oh, if Ryan. Julio mm-hmm. if Julio goes, Matt Ryan should go. Cause now now you're talking now you, um, mm-hmm. I I I get well. It depends on how you look at it. You're talking about well. Let's in plain terms, these are the two staples of your team mm-hmm. of your franchise: Julio Jones, Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, I might I might I, think, I might have to say that Calvin Ridley is a staple just but be, just because he's young huh? and he just got there. Calvin okay, Ridley. no, 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 no. Calvin really, no. Staple meaning the guys who, like, when you think Atlanta Falcons, you don't think Calvin Ridley. You think Julio Jones. You think Matt Ryan. That's what you think. 
No, but but you're you're talking from a like a, a a popularity thing with the team. I'm talking about who's important to your team right now and to the future is what I'm talking about. Calvin Ridley. When you say future, you mean future. this? Sh- sure, but when you talk about future, you mean like this season coming up, this season and beyond. Okay, right now Julio Jones is a higher asset than Calvin Ridley. Let's let's. Oh, I'm not, oh, I'm not saying he's not. I'm just, I, I'm just. I go. Matt Ryan is a higher asset than Calvin Ridley right now. Well, sure, because they they're getting paid the most money. Um, no, no, on, because on the they're because that's who they are on to the team. Calvin Ridley is not more important of a player to the Falcons than Matt Ryan is to the Falcons. Well, I think he's important in terms of who the future of the franchise is going to be. Not to say that he's going to be the face of the team. I'm saying if you're talking about when I say staple, year, I mean faces of the team. The Atlanta Falcons are based on the Atlanta Atlanta Falcons. Like, sure, like, sure. That Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. That was that. When I say stable, that's what I mean. That's so. If you let Julio go, you're signifying that okay, maybe it's time to rebuild. Maybe it's time to retool this team. Mm. If you let Julio go, go ahead and let Matt Ryan go. If you keep Julio, if you're keeping Julio for whatever reason. You, you, in my mind, you let Matt Ryan rock. Here's how I see that playing out. Let's say they do trade Julio Jones, right? Um, I still see Matt Ryan on this team for this season. Um, I don't know that anybody's gonna, you know, trade for that contract. Not that they don't need a quarterback. Not that other teams uh, don't need a quarterback. But I just think with the money and the cap, and you know, he's got the Falcons kind of, you know, glued to that. I, I don't see him going anywhere, whether Julio stays or not, for just this season alone. Now, well, let's be clear: he, wherever Matt Ryan goes next, I don't think he's a starter. You don't think so? Wherever he goes next, meaning when, like his next stop? Tr- yeah, I don't think he's a starter. Really? No. Huh? That's that's interesting. I mean. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised at that, but if 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 you're telling if you're asking me on his next stop, does he get a starting job? I would I would have to lean more so yes than no, just based on performance. Just just based just like just based on performance, I don't think it his warrants performance him, in the past two years. Um, his performance, yeah, I, I guess you could because I, I was just going to go back maybe maybe back to the Super Bowl year, but. Yeah, I mean that includes the last two years, hmm. and it hasn't, okay. hasn't been good. But I don't, I That's don't think I it's. A, I, I don't think I don't think it's. Let me put it this way: the Falcons being as bad as they were last year, I don't think Matt Ryan was at fault. Nor do I think he was the number one reason why the Falcons were what they were last year. I do think they have they definitely got issues on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, you could you could point there and start there. I think they had issues with coaching strategies and things like that. I think you can point there. I think Matt Ryan, if you're talking about blame for a season going bad, he's probably like maybe third or fourth down that list. How many teams do you think he could start? How many like how many teams based like based on the roster as it the team the teams as they are right now right now not um, including this draft right right now how many mm-hmm. teams do you think he starts for uh he can start for the Denver Broncos 
He can start okay. for the Washington football team. Um, and, and, and hell, even though they got Andy Dalton, whack ass, he could start for the Chicago Bears over Andy Dalton okay. in, in my in my book. So okay. that I mean that's three teams right there. I mean well, Carolina. I mean Carolina. Um, because they still. I mean they're still not you know committed to Sam Darnold. So, well, yeah, you he, can't throw credit. I wouldn't. They just. So you think they would bring in? I would eliminate Chicago because they just bought in Andy Dalton. I sure. Would eliminate, sure. I would eliminate Carolina because they just bought him. Bought in. I wouldn't eliminate the football team because it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, but honestly, I would eliminate. Depending on how you feel about Drew Locke, I think I would eliminate uh, Denver. Mm-hmm. I still think that they think mm-hmm. Drew Locke is the answer. That they think that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well, I, they wouldn't bring in a, a Matt Ryan for. Uh, you know, fifteen million dollars because they gotta do that. They think right, and and realistically, with the money he's making, he, he realistically he's not being traded anywhere. Um, I, we're really we're really talking about after this coming season, if he goes somewhere else and has a chance to start. I think that's where you really got to evaluate how many teams can he start for. And I think well, at that what, point, and and I think what at makes that you point, so certain. What makes you so, so? What makes you so? What makes you so certain? And I'm not saying I, I I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just mm-hmm. asking what makes you so certain that Matt Ryan is a starting quarterback? Like he does that he doesn't get cut, or he doesn't get released, or he doesn't get put on the trading block. Oh, I think I think they'll either trade him or he will get cut because I I do think that this that, year. That, after this season, after this coming season. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, that's what we bump. That's what we're missing. I'm talking about this season. Oh. Cause, talking well, about 2021. Oh, oh, well, no, no. Then, then no. But I was, but I was, I was talking about after this coming season, there will be more opportunity for them to either decide, do we want to keep them? Do we want to trade them? Or do we want to cut them? And, and, I, and I think if, if two of those three things happen, which would be releasing him or trading him, Whoever that next team is, I think there'll be a couple of opportunities for him to start somewhere. Because again, so, but you do feel like, because so, again, the Washington football team has Ryan Fitzpatrick. We don't know what direction they might go after this coming season. The Denver Broncos, depending on the player Drew Locke, and we have yet to really see Drew Locke, you know, at his best. If there, if there is such a thing. Um, they might be someone that looks at Matt Ryan next offseason and says, hey, we need a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? We might look at the Chicago Bears. They might just say, hey, Andy Dalton, it's been nice knowing you, but we we you okay. know we, we well, got to part ways. Yeah. Well, our narrative kind of changes because I thought you was talking about this season because you were saying that the Falcons need to draft the quarterback. If the draft, if the Falcons need to draft the quarterback this draft, yeah, then and that obviously that doesn't mean Matt Ryan needs to leave. That he's leaving this right. year, that obviously doesn't mean that. But right. if you draft, uh, but if you draft the quarterback, um, if they need to draft him this year, right? Um, then you know, then and and the rumors of Julio Jones being on the uh, on the trading block or whatever, right? Um, New regime. Why? Why can't there be a new quarterback right now? 
Yep, you're, you're, you're preaching everything I, I was saying earlier about right. But I'm just, but I'm, season. but you're talking about next season. I'm saying why it can't happen this season if there's a new regime. There's a, a rumors of Julio because Jones I, being because I don't think because I don't think they can afford to cut Matt Ryan. If if the option was to release him, I don't think they can afford to do that. That's why, why I not? say it can't happen this year. Because the because the number because the number on the on the on the cap hit would be enormous for them to just release them. You know that for a fact. That. I know that for a fact. I, don't think, I know I know okay. that for a fact. Okay, I don't I know, know his numbers, and, and I know now, and I know he he I know he's been in a contract for 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 some years. Right, and 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 I think he's got two. No, he's got he's got this year, and then he's got two years after that. So if they cut him this year before the season starts, they I mean they would eat up like a whole I wish lot I was money. a fact check type of nigga. I, I don't I don't know that to be true. I don't I don't know that to be true. That's that that's what I'll say. Yeah, because well because he's he's getting a lot of he's getting a lot of money on the back end of the deal, which means that when you get money on the back end of a deal, that means if a team decided to part ways with somebody, then the cap hit decreases as the years go by. Sure. So, uh, so, sure. so, 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 so obviously, obviously this year, um, I mean, cause let's, let's be real. They, they would, they would have cut Matt Ryan already. I mean, let, let's, I mean, let's keep it a buck. They, they, they would have been. Why so sure about that? They, why, why, why cut him after the draft? That's the that's that's the part that you know. Oh, I thought you was, I thought you said why when you, they would have cut him a long time ago. I'm thinking you talking about like before, like oh, no. last season or type. Oh no okay. no 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 no, no, saying, no no no. Okay, I'm t- I'm talking about now. I'm I'm talking about like right this second this off season. The draft. Why right? Yeah, like to me, they would have cut him by now if they thought they could have if that money. Right. But but obviously, okay. yeah, I, I agree there. I agree there. But obviously, they can't eat that money, so. I, I don't know that it's why they didn't cut him, but I hear you. But they yeah. would have cut him by now. And and, and, and I think he's still good. I, I think he's relatively still good. I don't think he, I mean he's getting older, obviously, but I don't think like I don't think the dude's falling off a cliff like like that just yet mm-hmm. for them to say okay we've had enough. But I just I just think and and I don't know what the draft class of quarterbacks is going to be the following year, and the fact that you got a legit five quarterbacks that are going to be going in the first round. I mean, legit five quarterbacks that can go in this round that this may be the year for them to say, you know what? We'll keep Matt Ryan for one more year. Let's draft our guy in the future. Let him sit on a bench, you know, let Matt Ryan, you know, show him the ropes and all that stuff for one year. And then after the season, they can decide what they want to do with Matt Ryan. If they, if there's a trade, offer someplace if let's say let's say the football team you know they part ways with Fitzpatrick and they need a quarterback then you you make the deal there if there's no takers and the cap is not going to be as much of a hit as it would have been this offseason then you just let them go and you just move on with the you know with the future and I think that happens regardless of whether Julio gets traded this offseason or not I say that if you're, I say that if you're right in that he has three years left in his contract, that they are, uh, they they need to go ahead and let Matt Ryan, Matt let Matt Ryan ride for two more years, then draft a quarterback. That that quarterback sit for one year. Mm-hmm. 
like like I would be okay if they didn't draft the quarterback this year. You know what I mean? I'd like, be okay if they didn't draft the quarterback this year or next year. Or you said me. or next year? Okay. Yeah, me. If okay. if emphatically he has three years on his contract, like you just said. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Then yeah, he could he could yeah he could chill for the next he could chill, mm-hmm. he he got a job for two years in my and mind. I, and I think you and I agree he's he's still a good quarterback I, I think you and I um, agree he's he's still good I don't think he's dropped off to where it's like it's so bad that they he's gotta, a serviceable I won't call him good go. he's a serviceable quarterback mm-hmm. at this stage of his career yeah yeah he's a serviceable quarterback yeah it it hasn't been a heavy drop off drop off from his play anyway. So, um, if you got nothing else, man, I'm it's too hot in this damn room. I'm about to wrap this thing up, bro. You might have to sort that out, bro, because you got the whole summer to be doing this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did these first sixteen, but I'm I'm not gonna get into it. I'll, I'll rap about it with you after the after the stream here. But uh, shout out to everybody in the chat. Uh, Facebook Live. Make sure y'all continue to follow the Facebook page. Also, uh, make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube channel and also follow us on social media. Um, we're on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. And if you guys got any questions or comments about the show, you can email us at Barbershop Sports Talk1 at gmail.com. So uh, that's it for the show. I'm Trey Frazier. That's Maestro Styles. Uh, if you got nothing to say, brother, uh, let's let's get up on out of here, man. Love. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, y'all have a good week, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool turn to the experts at griffith energy services before you do for an 88 dollars ac start and check to make sure your ac is in tip-top shape griffith specializes in carrier but services all brands visit griffithenergyservices.com today your local carrier expert that's griffithenergyservices.com license number mdhvacr01-2278 griffith energy services doggone dependable A lot of us are looking for ways to start our day feeling more joy and appreciation. And while some of us write gratitude lists or do yoga, others pour themselves a bowl of their favorite cereal, Honey Nut Cheerios. Because not only are Honey Nut Cheerios delicious, they can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. So maybe the secret to a great mood all day is a little yoga. Then writing your gratitude list over a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. Learn more about a heart-healthy lifestyle at Cheerios.com.